Hello, welcome to the Goal 4 podcast, a show all about education and inclusion. I'm Richard Ingram. Being a student with a visual impairment isn't easy. Without the right teacher or adequate support, students can struggle in the visually orientated world of our classrooms. Just think about how often blackboards and whiteboards, or textbooks for that matter, are used in teaching. Throughout history, those with visual impairments have faced real difficulties in terms of participation in lessons, especially where classroom sizes are large and levels of teacher training are low. My guest today has dedicated his life to changing that. Vashkar Bhattacharjee has not let his own visual impairment stand in the way of a glittering career. He currently works as a national consultant for accessibility in the A2I division within the Bangladesh government where he's involved in creating an enabling environment for innovations that empower people with disabilities. These innovations, as Vashkar told me, are then scaled up and made accessible for all. In a Bangladeshi first, Vashkar was awarded the prestigious UNESCO Emir Jabbar Al-Ahmed Al-Jabbar Al-Sabah Prize for Digital Empowerment of Persons with Disabilities, the Henry Vishkardi Achievement Award, handed out in the United States, and Bangladesh's Honourable Prime Minister's Award as a successful person with disability. Vashkar Bhattacharji, welcome to Go4. Hello, thank you very much. It's great to have you here. Um, and Vashkar, you're, you're phoning in today from Bangladesh, where you live and work. What does the education system look like there? Do schools welcome all learners, including those with disabilities? Are there mainstream schools? Or is it a mixture of mainstream and special schools? What are we seeing here? Yeah, uh, very, very um, important questions. You know, in Bangladesh, for people with disabilities, we have three types of education. One we call inclusive education. That means uh, a student with disabilities can go to the normal school. Uh, two, that is um, integrated education. That means um, we have some kind of hostel facilities and a student with disabilities stay in the hostel. There is a resource teacher for the student with disabilities and they can go to the normal school. Um, third is the special school. Uh, normally maximum student with disabilities go to these special schools, which is run by the government and non-government sector. Um, the mainstreaming schools, um, yes, sometimes they welcome the people with disabilities um, as their student, but unfortunately, um, the infrastructure or educational systems are not fully inclusive for all types of people with disabilities. Um, we are working hard to make, um, make it uh, more inclusive, but still there is a lot of challenge, but in, um, in the policy, in the law, or in the um, uh, according to the acceptance, everything is there, but uh, practice level is a little bit um, difficult for children with disabilities to go to the normal school. Uh -huh. So it's so it's in the laws and the policies that the schools have to be inclusive, but that's not always what happens in practice. Absolutely, yeah, you are right. You know, government have a big commitment. You know, government have three very important commitment. Um, one is the political commitment. Uh, that is, uh, this current government um, have a political manifesto where inclusiveness and uh, disability rights is addressed. And the second one is a legal commitment. Uh, Bangladesh government has adopted law that is Persons with Disability Rights and Protection Act 2013, where inclusive education is a, one of the priority and, uh, and, and there is uh, no discrimination can be made because of the disability uh, in a school. 
that is the uh, legal mandate. Um, uh, third is the global mandate. You know, Bangladesh, one of the first 20 countries who have ratified the UN Convention of Rights to Persons with Disabilities. And also they want to achieve the SDG um, and, you know, SDG 4 are um, and dominatedly talking about the inclusive and quality education for the children with disabilities. So these commit three commitments are highly important to uh, ensure the rights of persons with disabilities in Bangladesh. So legally, policy, policy or uh, our commitments are there. Um, of course, um, where there's lots of gap in the practical uh, uh, situations. Why do you see that happening? This this isn't just Bangladesh we're talking about here. This happens in countries all over the world. The, the international laws are there, the, the national commitments and laws and policies are there, but there's so often a disparity between those commitments and what's actually happening. What are some of the key issues in, in Bangladesh? You know, there is uh, one thing is that I, I thought uh, it's the lack of knowledge and expertise is one of the biggest challenges. And we are not seeing persons with disabilities are in a leading positions to support the uh, government and non-government sector to uh, ensure the inclusive education. And the UN agencies, INGOs, they are also reluctant about the inclusive education for children with disabilities. And, um, you know, inclusiveness, this word also a discriminatory word. When we talk about the inclusive education, that's really sometimes exclude the people with disabilities. That is a big challenge. Even though there is a, uh, a many initiatives we are seeing, but unfortunately, um, as there's a lack of knowledge, experience, and expertise, the inclusive educations are in a challenge. I can tell you there is three challenges I, I saw um, I, again, 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 and again, I just said three. One is the accessibility. Um, the school's infrastructure are not accessible. Um, informations, curriculums are not accessible. Um, secondly, um, uh, awareness. You know, uh, there is lack of awareness about the children with disabilities or teachers are not, really don't know how to teach the uh, children with disabilities. The third is that um, uh, affordability. Um, so sometimes ch children with disabilities are came from the poor of the poorest family. So um, they are not able to afford uh, education in the mainstreaming schools. That's why they are going to the special school, which is run by the government and which is free, like... Uh, no cost is required. A student with disabilities can stay in a hostel, all the costs covered by the government. So that is more um, um, comfortable for them. Uh, that is one issue that uh, special education is. There's many schools now in Bangladesh for a special education, intellectual disability. Um, so these types of uh, um, very marginalized group of persons with disabilities are going in a, um, a special school. Yeah, so so the one I want to talk about is accessibility, I think, with you, because you have a particular interest in e-accessibility. Now, what is this exactly, and why is it so important? I would like to say, uh, uh, before uh, discussing about the e-accessibility, I have innovated multimedia talking book that is fully accessible for all types of people with disabilities. Um, that is supported by the uh, A2I, which where I'm working as a consultant, they have supported. And this book is uh, um, accessible for all types of disabilities, which is um, you can, can see, you can listen, you can touch as a braille, and uh, it could be used as an e-book. So uh, they have an alternative uh, to use this book. 
Um, um, so um, we saw that people with disabilities easily can uh, getting the um, accessible books in the beginning of the educational year. And e-accessibility is important. You know, Bangladesh government are now promoting blend, blended learning. That means um, uh, learnings are now face-to-face -face or physically and same time the e-learning. So that's why uh, um, e-accessibility is very, very important. Um, country, country's largest e-learning platform is called Muktopat, um, which is uh, a very popular platform for the uh, teachers and students um, now became accessible for people with disabilities. Um, we just uh, include some of the course there for students and children with disabilities. Um, the issues is like, um, you know, um, still um, um, accessibility is a challenge. Uh, so Bangladesh government is um, going to adopt a national web and uh, e-service accessibility guideline, uh, which has drafted um, when it will be adopted, I believe uh, educational system, especially electronic system, will become more inclusive and accessible for people with disabilities, um, which will be very important. And also, we have innovated another another nicest um, inclusive uh, e-electronic uh, um, e um, uh, product that's called Accessible Dictionary. Uh, you can visit www.accessibledictionary.gov.bd. That is also one of my innovations supported by A2I. This is a model uh, of the dictionary, which is accessible for all, not only for people with disabilities. Even though we have innovated this uh, dictionary for the children, people with disabilities, but anyone can use it. And I think almost uh, 6 million people uh, has used this dictionary till to date. Wow, that's that's incredible. What are we talking here when we say people with disabilities have accessed it? Is this mostly people with visual impairments or people hard of hearing or or other disabilities? You know, according to our law, um, uh, in Bangladesh law, they have a eleven type of specific disabilities, and we are talking about the all types of people with disabilities. Like the multimedia talking books are now accessible for all types of people with disabilities. And accessible dictionary is accessible for all types of disabilities because you know we have used um, there is an alternative like people can use by audio people can use by braille people can use by screen reading software people can use read it as a ebook so it is accessible for all. So is this a case of universal design in action? Absolutely, we promote the um, um, uh, inclusive design and universal design concept. That means you don't need to innovate something for only for people with disabilities. Anyone can use it. Like I can tell you, you know, my daughter when she was uh, reading in class grade one, she she can see she's not blind. She always came to me and asked me to read the book, uh, printed book. I always say no to her because you know, I cannot see. I cannot read her printed book. And she don't really believe that her her father can't see. She always again and again come to me and ask her me to read it. Sometimes I feel even angry that why she's very uh, just she is pushing me. So in that time, I have just thought if I could innovate something which can I can listen, which my daughter can see. That was the innovation of multimedia talking book. You know, um, now many parents uh, with disabilities are now teaching the, their sighted children. And you'll be very happy to know that there is hundreds of blind teacher 
who are visually impaired, they are teaching um, non-disabled um, uh, children by using multimedia classroom. Uh, there is a multimedia classroom and multimedia talking book. So they are using it for teaching the sighted children like who can, who can see. So this, this is really very amazing innovation. And also accessible diction is the same. Anyone can use, even you can use. Just visit www.accessibledictionary.gov.bd. It is simple, very simple. When you have a screen reading software, you can read it. When you don't have it, it's okay. You can see it. And if you have a Braille display, you can connect it and you can use as a Braille by using Braille display. Then deaf blind who cannot see and uh, listen, they can use this dictionary. Well, I will put that link in the show notes under this episode. So please do take a look at that if you're listening. So Vashka, you've spoken about your own visual impairment and what prompted you to design this, this accessible dictionary. How about your own education growing up? Was it a struggle to receive an education with, with a visual impairment? <laughs> you know, from 2023, my biography has added in the textbook, in the grade six level, our children will read my biography. You know, I was just amazed to listen that, that my biography is added in the textbook. And the, in that day, when play, you know, play, the famous football player, the day he was died, I have just listened in the same day, my biography was added in the um, uh, textbook. And I, I just remember the play in my class, uh, grade five, I, I was reading about the uh, life story of the play. Um, I was reading means my mother was reading for me. You know, I was the I want I was one. The school said no to me. I was one. I didn't get a single accessible books during my study. I was one who have a struggle in every steps of my educational life. My parents read books for me. They have recorded book for me. So without any accessible book, I have completed my master's degree by listening my friend, listening the class lecture in, 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 in the class and getting support from the teachers. So that person's life and this person's biography has added in the textbooks. It's the biggest, biggest achievement for me. So in the beginning of my childhood, education system was said no to me but I never ever stop. Now this education system include my life and lively, my life case as a successful professional in the textbooks. If we people with disabilities get the proper facilities, if everyone accept us, then we can contribute. Unfortunately, still this is a big challenge. The one of the biggest challenges is the acceptance. People with disabilities not accepted by society, authority, community, even the organization who are working for us. They are also very reluctant about the uh, inclusion of people with disabilities or leadership of the people with disabilities. This is a big challenge for a country like Bangladesh. I feel shame when I see all the INGOs, even agencies are working for the promoting rights of persons with disabilities. They are not recruiting people with disabilities as their staff, as advisor, as a consultant. 
That's a big challenge for us. That's why knowledge and expertise of people with disabilities are not able to generate it in a proper manner, which really creating barrier for implementation of policies, laws, and convention. So that acceptance is so important. And you're saying that in order to really make that happen, the people that are actually there to help need to involve people with disability more in the decision-making processes. Absolutely. Nothing about us without us. That is a common dialogue. Even the people who are promoting, nothing about us without us. They are also excluding us. That's the big challenge. Going back to your to your education, a lot of people listening will have gone to university in, in the UK or in other countries and, and will have thought, well, that was a bit of a struggle. I had to fill in a big UCAS form in the UK. It can be a bit tedious. What were your experiences like trying to get into university in Bangladesh? Because you've spoken about your, your junior schooling. How about that step up to university and on to a master's degree? You know, in the university, when we passed the... Um, uh, higher uh, higher secondary um, uh, education certification. And when we was tried to enter in the university, um, our university was not allowing us to admit. And we few has started the hunger strike. And eventually they really bound to admit us. Even though I want to study in a social science, but the university authority told us, no, 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 you will not able to study social science because social science have some field work. You need to go for some uh, subject which don't have any field work like history, Islamic history, etc. So I was given um, a choice to study in the history. Um, and when I admitted in the university, um, that was really, um, I can tell you, uh, people have not much knowledge or experience or, or information about a person with disabilities. There was no accessible books and teachers also uh, didn't know much about the person with blindness. I can tell you one day I was taking class. Uh, I take, I, I, one, one day I was taking note in the class. Uh, my teacher thought I was playing because I'm taking class notes in Braille. Uh, there was a braille sillet and there was a noise and so teachers thought I, I was just playing and he was he was just shout with me and asked me to go outside the class i was that was a very emotional story for me later i go into his room and, and show him how i'm taking notes and 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 he thought oh my god it looked like a magic how are you reading this thing so he became my my ambassador so um, beginning was very struggling, but end was nice because all the teachers, friends, and staffs, they really support us a lot. Of course, it, one of the biggest uh, um, issues in Bangladesh, the people who are really, really positive, who really support us a lot. Still, there is not many accessibility around us, but still people are supporting us. Like after this interview, I will go outside and I will take a rickshaws and I will go to my home. In every steps, someone will help me, even I don't know them. That's the beauty of this country. Amazing. Um, looking back at your experiences in your education, you've you've touched on it already. But what lessons would you have for people that work with visually impaired students? 
Now everything is really in a, in a better situation. So, you know, we have a technology. Universities have quota. Universities providing uh, scholarship. Even our government are providing uh, a scholarship for 100,000 students. Um, people with disabilities are getting disability allowance. Uh, 2.3 million people with disabilities are getting disability allowance in Bangladesh. And, um, you know, um, uh, so uh, not, uh, there is, uh, we are now making accessible books for children, uh, for students with disabilities. In my time, there was not a single books. In Chittagong University, we have created uh, 200,000 pages of accessible books for the student. Uh, we have developed accessible e-learning center in the Chittagong University where I studied. Um, and also we are providing training to the youth with disabilities for um, uh, using technology. And so, and also people with disabilities are getting jobs. Um, even though, you know, in, um, in 2001 to 2006, I was um, uh, trying to get a job in government sector where I was appeared in exam and passed in the written, in the viva, um, always it was say, no, you will not able to, how you work because you're blind. So that was a struggling situations. Now many, many visual impaired people are getting job. Um, so things are moving fast and in positively. Still there is a struggle, still there is a, Lots of uh, um, uneducated education uh, level of children with disabilities less, but things are progressing. That takes me on to my my final question for you, which is, what are your thoughts about the future of inclusive education? You know, what needs to happen to make it a reality? Firstly, inclusive education need to be inclusive for people with disabilities. This inclusive word, I already told you, it is a discriminatory word. Inclusive finance, we are unable to access the banking service because of the inaccessibility. Inclusive education, um, it's still a challenge for the children with disabilities. So we need to make it more focused for the children with disabilities. Nowadays, challenge is less because we have technology and technology can help the people with disabilities a lot. Even, um, uh, even um, any teachers can train from home how to teach the people with disabilities. It is possible. So we need more leadership from the disability community uh, in the education system. We have many teachers who are persons with disabilities and they need training, they need technology, they need um, uh, more exposure and their knowledge need to be given value. It is very important. Um, you know, uh, Bangladesh is planning um, Vision 2041. We want to have a smart Bangladesh. So if we would like to really achieve a smart Bangladesh, we cannot exclude the people with disabilities. Without ensuring rights of persons with disabilities, a smart Bangladesh cannot be possible. Bangladesh want to achieve SDG by 2030. As you know, this time we cannot achieve it by excluding people with disabilities. So that's why we're working, we, we are working hard to, uh, to promote more inclusive and equitable education for the children with disabilities. And one of the great, greatest moves um, is that we are able to ensure 
accessible books um, for the, all types of people with disabilities in Bangladesh. This is one of the biggest moments. So, um, so I hope, um, despite of all the agony, we are expecting a better future for all, where everyone can enjoy equal rights like others. Um, Vashkar, thank you for joining me today. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, very nice to uh, uh, give an interview here and I, I hope uh, audience will like it and you will share it with others. And I will be very happy if I could be help for any anyone. Thank you. That was Vashkar Bhattacharji. My thanks to him for joining me. And thank you for listening. You can find links to Vashkar's work in the show notes. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Golf 4. If you did, how about sharing it with your friends? You can also subscribe and listen to a new episode every Wednesday. I'll see you next week.